0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights this morning. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Laila Nazarva. It's Friday, November 3rd, 2023. An urban recycling center has provided an environmentally friendly way for people to dispose of their Halloween pumpkins. The Landscape Recycling Center is holding its annual pumpkin smash event tomorrow, where the public can bring their pumpkins and smash them up. The pumpkins will then be composted by the recycling center, returning nutrients and water to the nearby soil. The center said throwing pumpkins away in the trash is less sustainable because they decompose in landfills, releasing methane into the atmosphere, and further contributing to climate change. The event takes place tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the center, which is located at 1210 East University Avenue. The pumpkins can also be dropped off from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Chenin Murray Foundation, Eikenberry Commons, FAR, PAR, and Granger Engineering Library. The Illinois football team will go to Minneapolis to face the University of Minnesota on Saturday. The fighting Illini have a record of 3 wins and 5 losses compared to the golfers 5 wins and 3 losses. If Illinois wins, this would be their third consecutive win over Minnesota. And Crowley head coach Vilma is undefeated against Minnesota in his career, with 9 wins and 0 losses. The fighting Illini will likely depend upon their fierce defensive line, led by midseason consensus All-American Shazan Newton, and standout wide receiver Isaiah Williams. The Fighting Illini also boasts one of the best special teams in college football, having the most blocked kicks in Division I with four. The game will start at 2.30 and will be televised on the Big Ten Network. The university ranks number 9 and has secured a spot amongst the top 10 universities in the nation for female author representation in their syllabi. A language learning model known as PREP.ly analyzed the English literature syllabi at 170 colleges across the country to determine which reading list had the highest representation of female authors. An artificial intelligence tool was used to classify the names of the authors into male and female categories, which was then manually checked. It was found that out of the top 20 authors that appeared most frequently across syllabi, 15 were male. The university had a 38.2% proportion of female to male authors. Sandra Cisneros, a female author who ranked among the top 15 authors, is an Illinoisan who is best known for her novel, The House on Mango Street. Western Illinois University, took the very top spot, with 45% of its syllabi being composed of female authors. U of I is being recognized as one of the nation's regional technology hubs of innovation. The Biden-Harris administration is one of many impressed by the biomanufacturing advancements led by the University of Illinois Fermentation and Agricultural Biomanufacturing. IFAB IFAB specializes in converting crops like soybeans and corn into high-value goods, including ethanol for fuel, food ingredients, new types of textiles and fibers, and even cosmetics. CEO of the American Edge project Doe Kelly also praised IFAB for its innovations and in being able to turn grain into short-lived plastic, protecting the environment. In today's World News Roundup, WPG News presents this week's international headlines. Uganda is claiming to have captured the leader of a militia which ties to the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant. The leader of the Allied Democratic Forces, which is based in the neighboring Democratic Republic of the Congo, was captured in a raid on Tuesday. The ADF was responsible for the killings of a South African and British couple in their gone-on-tour guide in November. Russia has revoked certification of the Comprehensive Nuclear Task Ban Treaty. The treaty, adopted by the United Nations in 1996, prohibits the testing of nuclear weapons and explosives. Russia joins only eight other countries, including the United States, to not ratify the treaty. More than 3,600 Palestinian children have died since the war between Israel and Hamas began 25 days ago, according to Gaza's health ministry. Children make up about 40% of those killed so far in the war. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Lassa Todd, Madison Holcomb, Peter Deira, Sampari Singh, and Stephanie Orellana. Our deputy news directors are Elisa Eden and Kaylin David. And our news director is Madison Holcomb. For WPG News, I'm Lili Nazarov.